You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. If you guys are listening live right now, third time is a charm. We are on take three, and we're crossing our fingers. But anyway, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Revenge. Season three, episode one, called Fear. I am your host, Roxy Stryer, alongside Anna Koppel. Really, she's Koppel for mayor, but we're going to call her Koppel for governor, just like Conrad, because we think you'd make a better governor than he would. I definitely would. I really think so. I think so. You're good-hearted. And that's Arctic why. pools. <laughs> what the hell is that even? And, of course, we have Phil Speedtech engineering for us and co-hosting. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited for the season. Are you excited for the season? How are your feelings about the episode of the opening, the season three? We left off on a I huge didn't like cl- it. <laughs> I'm trying to build it up here, you know, and before I even got to the top, you already knocked me down. You didn't like it because we feel like it's getting a little far-fetched. Well, maybe that's that's how you feel, but that's... Oh. Okay. So... So how do you feel? Well, this is how I feel. Um, I... I think I told you, but I'm just going to say it again, that I was just so grateful to have you in the room with me, because I had no idea what was happening the whole time. I was just like, wait, what? What? Why is this what? Uh... First of all, any time a show or a movie or anything goes six months later, six right. months earlier. They kept saying it over and over. Well, yeah, but any time they do, like, the, those time jumps, it's just, uh, you know, I hate I hate that. I hate when... when we, we had two time jumps here. We get the two months later and we get the six months later. Right. So, so I don't know when it is. It's a little confusing. Also, Revenge likes to do this thing where the first episode of a season is taking place... Like, the last episode is... Right. right. The last episode is the first episode. So, obviously, we're talking about the shooting here, and they do things like that, but we'll get into a little more... They did more that season one, too, but right. it was a shooting. Exactly. Um, like, uh, so, it can be a little confusing. I absolutely agree. And especially because a lot of the characters are in different shape than they were at some point or another, such as pregnancy versus not being pregnant. Right, or yeah. So Charlotte's really thin and not pregnant. <laughs> oh, Charlotte. I think that, like, in the Grayson household, that Europe is... Code word for... Abortion. It might be. It might be. We're going to we're gonna talk about Charlotte, but first I want to talk about how we have... Hey, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll give my take. Oh. <laughs> you go, Phil. Oh, okay. <laughs> so no, because uh, I, it's a matter of uh, Michael Kelly, you know, he removed himself from the show, so she's, he's no longer showrunner, and so they're finding their footing, and I think, I think, honestly, if this was, like, episode four or five, we wouldn't give it as much, like, whoa, what's going on here, but, you know, we're literally left... Uh, the the biggest climax ever in terms of the show, uh, Jack uh, Emily finally revealing to Jack like, hey, who she is, and then that's the cliffhanger, and we come into this, and that's what we want answered first and foremost, and that comes later, so we're kind of right off the bat thrown in for a loop of like, what 
where are we? Right. I do right. think you make a good point about us having a new showrunner, and especially because season one, Revenge, was such a huge hit. Uh, I think that they're trying to almost mimic how they played everything out season one, because season two, when we get into the initiative and we get into all that storyline, people were pissed. You yeah. know, they want to stick to the basics, so I guess they're trying to get back to their roots. Yeah, we had it. We had an X on the face again. Yeah, tonight. exactly. An X on Ashley's face, and we yeah. burned in this uh, fire. Speaking of Ashley, though, so we know that this is the only episode she'll be on for this season. Uh, she's gone off the show, and they didn't kill her off, which is surprising because most of the time they kill off characters. And the showrunner said that he didn't want to add more to the body count, and he wanted just to send her away. She's deported. She was deported. So what did you guys think about that whole Ashley situation? I mean, I'm not exactly positive when Ashley became the villain, or even if she was, but she she just kind of seems like an overall mean girl these days. It has been for a while, and, yeah, you know, when... Not when we met Ashley, but knowing her roots, you know, she was a she was a prostitute, right? <laughs> so she's never had great character. Right? Yeah, she, well, she's always wanted to work her way up to the top, to say the least. You know, she's climbing up the ladder, and she doesn't really care how she needs to get there. She's going to do it. But now she's off the show, so no more climbing for her. Right. So I'm not sad to see her go. Oh, really? I'm not at all. What about you? Sad to see Ashley leave? I'm sad to see Ashley leave because I think she was, you know, for – and they've said it. They they were trying to figure out what to do with her character, and they never really found their footing. And so I feel like rather than bring in new characters, we could find something to use for her. It's almost like a – it's almost like in wrestling. You just got to try something new for the character. Right. And, of course, she's not the only one who's gone. Declan's also gone, but there was just zero mention of that in this episode. I know we're a couple months later, but I thought maybe – one line about him passing away would have been nice. No, well, nothing. Six months later, but two months ago. I don't know. I don't know when it is. I don't know when, when it are is. we? Somebody help us! <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I I think more than because we know Declan's dead. Right. But I want to know where his baby is. I think that's like really the unanswered question. You mean the baby that was inside Charlotte? Yes. I think that really, really should have been addressed because we know that Declan's dead. I mean, as an audience, yes. Right. Yes, it should have been mentioned. But, but it wasn't. But, and hopefully it will in coming episodes. Yeah. And, and yes, they would do right by his character. Absolutely. And I'm sure they will. But we do have some new characters on the show. So tonight we were introduced to a girl named Margot, um, and it seems like she knows Daniel somehow. We don't really know. And I know from looking online, doing a little research, she's supposedly back in town to start up a magazine. You know, rich girl syndrome comes in, doesn't really have anything to do, and wants to have a magazine going on. Well, her dad is, that's his business. Right, and she wants to take over and do her own thing with it, I suppose. But I feel like there's got to be a other motive for her to be there. She seems a little sneaky. Like, we got to watch out for her. Everybody seems sneaky on Revenge, though. Yes. You think so? Because I'm pretty sure Jack doesn't seem sneaky. Okay, that's that's fair. Even Emily doesn't seem sneaky, although she is master of... Well, we'll get into Jack later, because yeah. I, I have a counterpoint to that. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I can't wait. Just so you know. We also <laughs> have the new character of Patrick who we were introduced to the very last episode of last season, and he comes in and you just hear his voice in the shadow at the door. Um, and now he's here, 
And he's played by Justin Hartley. Total hottie. Glad to have him on the show. And it was actually interesting. I read an interview with him and he says about his character, he's a good guy and he's not back to do anything other than be a good guy. Which is confusing to us because we're not used to that. Having people come on the show just to be who they are and be a nice human being. Now, is it me... Or did things seem, like, weirdly sexual between Patrick and Victoria in the beginning? Also, between Patrick and um, the daughter, between, like, Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, I just think he's a good-looking guy and has sexual chemistry with a lot of people. I don't know. But, yes, I know. when You're you're talking about when they're riding horses. Yeah. And they're, like, close talking and everything. And, like, linking arms and whatnot. All of it, yeah. Uh I don't know. It, it's a little awkward. Obviously, nothing sexual is going to happen there because I don't think we're going into incest this season. God forbid. I could be wrong. But what do you think about his character, other than the fact that it's kind of creepy that him and Victoria have this little sexual thing? Do you... I don't know anything about his character yet. Well, here's... I, you know, Daniel started off innocent enough and, you know, kind of became... He's not necessarily quite evil yet or whatever, He, but, he, you know, he's always... Um, He's a mix of emotion, to say the least. Daniel is. And so uh, this is something that Emily could use for her revenge to her advantage and things like that. And so we'll see. Okay. You know? I don't, I don't, I don't know where – again, uh, the first episode is always the toughest because you're kind of speculating as to what can happen. And uh, unlike other people here at After Buzz TV, I'd rather not give something that's so far-fetched that they're like, what? Although it could happen with revenge. <laughs> exactly. It's honestly hard with all these characters. Well, only two tonight, but there are going to be a couple more that are going to be introduced. I feel like I want to stick to the basics and I want to only talk about the characters we already know and love and that's who I want to watch. But at the same time, I can't really see the show progressing without adding new people. It's like, I know that people were pissed and wanted to get rid of the initiative because they didn't want to stray away from the original characters. But now we're almost bringing in a whole new crop of people. And I can't tell whether that's necessary or they just didn't know what to do with the storyline. In cable shows especially, it's necessary. Each season kind of has its villain, right? Uh, Anna, you love Dexter. You know, I'm, uh, I'm sure I could point out examples of that. Uh, Breaking Bad, which just ended today. Uh, Roxy, what do you? Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> what do you love? Um, everything. I watch e- every single show you've ever named. You know what I mean. Each season of those has one villain that kind of takes us through the season, and then you know, next season it's a new one, et cetera. And so it's there. I mean, to basically do 22 episodes in a season, that's a lot. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, Victoria and Conrad are the villains. You know, the show, although we have many villains along the way, such as that, like, whack job that came in, that redhead whack job who tried to shoot everybody. (laughs) You guys remember what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like, sometimes we have little villains that come along, and I guess that's necessary, but I feel like we have our two major villains. The show is called Revenge because... We have villains. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if it's necessary. But anyway, we do have a couple new characters uh, that we haven't mentioned so far. One of them is named Annabelle Stevenson. That's the actress. The character's name is Jenny. And she is from Long Island, completely different than the Hamptons. And she's supposed to be a new love interest for Daniel at some point. So I'm not exactly sure how that's going to happen when we see Emily in a wedding dress. Maybe it's after she gets shot. I really don't Two know. Um, we, we also know that Nolan has a new love interest coming on, and it's a man. 
and we don't seem to know much about him. What I can tell you is any other love interest of Nolan's has been killed or extremely hurt, so it doesn't look good for this new guy. <laughs> Feeling kind of bad, like somebody should warn him what's up. Anyway, moving on. So, again, with Charlotte, she goes to Europe. We know that she was in Brussels. We're not exactly sure what happened. We do know that this is six months later, and she does not have a baby belly. So, either... She miscarried or had an abortion. What do you guys think happened to the the baby? Is that the only options? I mean, if it's six months later and she just found out she was pregnant, unless she just found out she was pregnant and it was three months in, and you would have to literally be... I don't think that's possible. So I think that she had to lose the baby somehow. I think she probably went to Europe to get, you know, a fancy European abortion. That's so classy of her. I know. That's what rich people do. Yeah, yeah, I I guess that would make sense that she did get an abortion. I mean, I guess she could have pulled a Victoria and given away the baby had it been born, but it just doesn't seem, the timeline doesn't seem plausible. Also, like, and, you know, Krista V. Allen's been tweeting about this quite a bit. She's been on, like, this crazy diet, workout, whatever. She looks fantastic. She did look amazing. But for her storyline, it doesn't make sense that she would, like, drop a ton of weight if she just gave birth, it, you know. Right, absolutely. Um, and I think that probably the writers of the show were like, shit, we already have one baby. I don't really want to have another one. Who's never around, by the way? Yeah, who is never around. Carl. Yeah. Poor baby Carl. Being so neglected. I know. Although apparently... Dead mother. Apparently he just was introduced to a bunch of his new family members, so... Yeah. Maybe they're learning to treat him right. Maybe and, okay, but also the other storyline we have going on with Charlotte, other than what happened to her baby, which I'm sure we'll find <laughs> out, is her interaction with Patrick tonight totally whack. I mean, I didn't even picture her going. She approaches him at the South Fork Inn, is sitting in his room, and is a complete loony to him. I, you know, Charlotte is is not, <laughs> she's just, she's always been like, a spoiled little bitch. Always has been. Yeah. Always. And now, I don't know what happened in Europe. Probably, you know, this abortion just... <laughs> this is assuming it's an abortion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just, really don't just know. <laughs> made her a terrible person. Because even Victoria said, like, how dare you come back in here as though you rule things around here. That's Right. And I do agree. But to play devil's advocate, you know, her mother is being so awesome to him. And showing him so much love that she never had. And so, of course, there's a factor of jealousy. Like, what is it about Patrick that Victoria is capable of loving that that Charlotte doesn't have inside her? Okay. She's been so awesome to Patrick for the past two months or six months or whatever it's been. Are, are you saying you don't think Victoria's ever been that awesome to Charlotte for however many, like, weeks or months at a time? Yeah, I kind of am saying that. I don't think that's true. I think Charlotte's always been... I, I don't know. Char- Charlotte's always held a very special place in Victoria's heart. Absolutely. I mean, she's the yeah, David Clark's daughter. Yeah, exactly. And so, it, and, but you know, now I mean, I guess which one? If you put it on, on a scale of okay, which do I feel more regret about, David Clark's daughter or this kid that I Abandoned. said I aborted yeah. but didn't? Right. And I think that she's doing all the right mothering moves. I mean. It's, kind of too little too late but with Patrick and I think Charlotte's jealous of all the attention that he's getting to say the least even if she had treated treated Charlotte that well at some point in time she definitely hadn't recently 
I mean, well, I, I also love her. Um, she says to him, you know, like, uh, hey, if you're going to be a grace and now be ready for everything that comes with it. Right. right? Um, and I think. I don't know. I, t- I take it two ways. Like, it's like, hey, welcome to the family, but also look out. And I, th- I think that's what Charlotte ultimately feels like uh, she never had truth in her life. None of these characters have truth. That's what they're ultimately mad about. They don't. I don't think they care about the the uh, tenderness of a mother's love. I think they just care <laughs> about like, hey, you lied my entire life, and this. Is, <coughs> I mean, think of what think of what they've been through. Right. Exactly. So I can't really blame Charlotte, although she was really rude, and Patrick seems nothing but nice. And as he spoke about his character, he is a good guy. So anyway, I guess we're going to see how that unfolds. I doubt Charlotte can be too mean for a long time because she is one of the better people on the show. Not that that's saying too much. So anyway, we've got Nolan, who we see is coming out of prison. He's Nolan 2.0. Nolan 2.0. And he is coming out of jail because, just to recap you guys, because in case you didn't watch the finale again, you probably forgot the very last few moments of the finale, Nolan was arrested instead of Aiden for the building blowing up because somebody was setting him up and whatnot. Now we see him six months later. He's getting out of prison. Somehow, Carrie Ann proved that he was innocent and took down the rest of the initiative. So I guess that's where we're at with him. However, since he is Nolan 2.0, he won't really help Emily with things, is what he said. But it seemed like he did help her. When it came to poisoning Conrad, and he made quite an appearance for somebody who seemed to want to play it on the DL for a little bit by parachuting into the party. That doesn't scream subtle to me. Well, I, and this is, you know, evolution of characters, and that's great, like, because it's like, we get it, Nolan, you're a hacker. (laughs) Uh, So, so. What? So. I uh, I think that's that's cool. You know, if we see Nolan, um, you know, maybe next episode he'll do some like extreme rock climbing or something. But uh, I think it's it's cool to see him in a different light. Yeah, that he's yeah. How I would like to see him though is I feel like he's always um, even though he ends up going along with Emily's plans, I feel like he always is like, no, we shouldn't do this. It's not about revenge anymore. I would like to see him just be like screw this, I have been so burned, I'm on your team now, I'll do everything I can, let's go. He did kind of say that tonight, didn't he? Kind of, but then he was like, no, I'm done with my hacking, I won't help you with this. Like, but be, he did. Be true to yourself. He didn't hack for her, but he did give her this poisonous thing. Poison. Yeah. Poisonous poison, <laughs> I guess. Uh, so anyway, we know that they slipped this into Conrad's drink, and they also changed the diagnosis in the computers. So Conrad is believed to have Huntington's disease, Mm -hmm. which means that he will slowly lose control over his body and he will have to resign because it's leaked now. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it was leaked by Emily, correct? Correct. But they blame it on Ashley, which is how she gets Davin deported. Don't you think Victoria would be smart enough at this point to question Emily? No, and I, I have that in my notes somewhere, that I love... Them teaming up tonight, I thought. Victoria and Emily? Yes. Really? Yes. You want to see them as a dynamic duo? Didn't you love, didn't you think that was like a magic moment when she was like, like it or not, we're family? I like, kind of wanted to punch her in the face when she said that. It's like, I know. Well, the whole (laughs) thing, like their relationship is icky and, you know, neither of them 
are are really authentic in their relationship. But um, but yeah, I like them together. Where are we going with this though? Why do they want Conrad to step down? Why do does Emily and Nolan want that? Emily wants to get back at the family any way she can, and that's payback by having him lose his governorship. Well, he also thinks he's dying right now, so it's not just that, right? But. If it was just him thinking he was dying, if it was just him thinking that he was dying, she wouldn't have leaked that to the public. Oh, you think she only leaked that to get Ashley out of town, not because she wanted him to have to step down? I don't know. I don't know either. I guess only time will tell. What do you think, Phil? I think, um, (laughs) no, because, you know, they've always kind of gone with, um, Things that last for a couple episodes, maybe just one of like, oh, re- re- like remember towards the end of last season, it's like, we'll bankrupt the B- Graysons, right? And so at, at its core, it's you take away the power of the Graysons and that's how you slowly, uh, you know, get them, whatever, in a place of revenge and where you've gotten revenge. And so, you know, by him not being governor, that's something. By taking away their money, which we didn't do, that's something. And God knows what it'll be tomorrow. Mm, right now... His governorship is their only source of income also. Right. I don't really understand, though, what the end game for Emily is. Revenge, yes, but when is the Grayson family completely destroyed? As you're saying, it's when they have a lack of power, Mm -hmm. which is caused by a lack of money, but they're bankrupt now, so isn't that them being destroyed? Well, they're not completely bankrupt because, you know, as we found out tonight that Charlotte learned the hard way that, uh, you know, their property in France was sold. And I hate when that happens. I, I hate when I take a train from Brussels. from Brussels to Paris and I get there and my parents sold my land. It's like, thanks, mother. Seriously, the they worst. couldn't just call me and told me really rude. But right, we do. <laughs> she's, Sorry, keep going. <laughs> she was probably really sore after her abortion, to be fair. Yeah, and mm. she just wanted to chill in Paris for a little bit. Uh, so she pro- they probably do have other assets. Right. Right. I mean, you don't just go from having billions of dollars to being completely broke. To, to be fair, in Dark Knight Rises, they say not even the rich, uh, you know, when, I, shit, I forget the line. That was such a good, <laughs> thank poetic. you. Thank no, you for that. Okay, not even the rich go broke <laughs> the same way as poor people. Because remember in, in Dark Knight Rises, you got to keep basically everything still. Okay, so you're saying that... That rich people don't go broke the same way as poor people. Okay. So what is the end game? If the, it, I, Well, the whole point was to kind of avenge um, David Clark and, and, and get the truth out there, right? And, you know, I don't know if that means jail time. I don't think so. I think it just means getting the truth out there and then being publicly shamed like, hey, we lied. I, bum, I bum, bum. Yes. So... We see, of course, the duo that you like tonight, mm-hmm. which is Emily and Victoria, but we know that's not going to last long because Aiden comes in. I know. And all of a sudden, Aiden hates Emily yeah, and approaches Victoria and wants to team up with her to destroy Emily. Yeah, this is, see, this is the show just. It... Did I miss something here? Is there something that I'm missing? Because last time we saw them. They kiss goodbye, and they seem amicable. Now, six months later, Aiden wants to destroy Emily. So, Well, didn't he kill Takeda, right? Right. Which Emily was furious about. Right. But then he said he was leaving town, and he did. 
And now he's back. Okay, well, she is engaged to this to this kid, you know, for her revenge. She's also in love with Jack, you know. Right. That's that's rough on a guy. Um, I kind of think that Aiden is so so hopelessly in love with Emily that this is a setup. I think he's trying to work from the inside out and get in Victoria's good graces and then take her down for Emily because I think that Aiden believes that once the Grayson family has been destroyed, he'll be able to be with Emily. But is it that? Because, uh... I don't know. I, I'm making it up. But because that's what I think. before he killed Takeda, he, you know, it was like, you know, I, I murdered uh, my sister's killer and I felt no revenge. And he tried to explain And he felt no redemption. Yeah. Like he, yeah. And so... <laughs> he's on a revenge. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't see Aiden actually hating. I don't either. Especially because in every interview you read from Emily Van Camp talking about her character, she always says she's in love with two people. She always says that. She never says, like, I love Jack more or I love Aiden more. She says, I think I'm somebody who I'm clearly not in love with Daniel, but I'm in love with two people. And I don't think she would keep saying that if we were about to go down the path where Aiden hated her. No? Well, love doesn't have to be, well, you can love it can someone. It doesn't, yeah, it, yeah, doesn't it doesn't have to be returned, yeah. I guess, but I just don't see, I don't know, I feel like his feelings for her were so strong and that he's going to do anything he can to try to help her. But I could be wrong and he could totally screw her over. It wouldn't be the first time a guy screwed a girl over. Let's be honest. Stick it to the man. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> What? <laughs> Good segue. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Screw you guys. Speaking of screwing guys, Jack. So <laughs> Yes, Jack Jack What's screws right guys. Now? Yeah. No. Jack completely just screwed over Emily. It was really sad to watch actually. They have this passionate kiss. It's amazing. You think it's gonna be the start of something new, and then he says I felt nothing. Leave me alone. What? Who saw that coming? What the hell was that? Well, I mean, it had to go there because otherwise, was that a defense mechanism or is? I think so. I, 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 hundred percent. You know, and I don't know. We were just looking for something so different that to get this. I, I think, I think Jack is really, really hurt. Think of what this guy has been through, mm. and also to feel like you know, we when we talked with Nick um, at the season finale, basically to be this chump and like. It's the girl he's loved all along, and yet he's one of the only ones who couldn't recognize her. It's a mix of emotions, so he, you know, I, I understand why he'd be pissed. But the speech leading up to it is all like, I understand why you did what you did, and he seemed to really get it. And he initiated the kiss and everything. He said, I didn't know how I felt about you till this moment. Right. I feel nothing. So. I, I just don't imagine him planning that out. Like, oh, I'm going to kiss her and then say I feel nothing. So maybe he didn't know how he felt till that moment. Unless he's seeking his own revenge. You really think he didn't know how he felt till that moment and he honestly felt nothing? Did that kiss look like something? What did Hitch nothing? teach us? All it takes is one good kiss. And you know what? That just, you know, it wasn't there. Hitch. It wasn't there? Watch the movie, Are you talking about Hitch. the Will Smith movie? Hell yeah. I love it. No. Okay. You guys saw that kiss. That kiss was loaded with passion. I feel like she kind of ruined his life, though. I mean, let's be fair. So this is payback? He just doesn't seem like that kind of dude. No, well, I don't think it's payback. I don't think, like, 
she ruined his life, and so then he's going to kiss her and be like, I feel nothing. No, like, he probably hates her right now. I don't know. I think you guys are underestimating the power of love between Aiden and Jack. (laughs) I'm serious. Between Aiden and Jack, I think that they're both so in love with her that there's no way that either of them is trying to screw her over. I don't know. I mean, she's not that hot. She's done some bad things. She is that hot. I don't know. Are you kidding me? Okay, we need a boy's opinion oh, over God. here. What's up? Is she that hot? <laughs> I think she's that hot that she can get away with it. Sure. Well, <sighs> what a lame response. She ruined his life. What? Okay, how so? How did she ruin his life? Because she made him think that like this other girl was Amanda. So he had they a got child. Mar- yeah, they had a child together. They got and now married. They have a beautiful baby boy. She died. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing about that. Because it's really bad. Speaking of laughing, though, another amazing segue, guys. Yes. There is this incredible film that you guys can go buy on iTunes or in stores. It's called Adventures of Serial Buddies. It is from our very own producers here, Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and it's hysterical. Um, you can get them in stores now pretty much everywhere. We got a list of stores sent out to us. It's like every store I've ever been to. Once you buy it, because it's so freaking awesome that you do want to buy it, Take a picture of yourself and tweet it at us, tweet it at Maria, tweet it at everybody in the world and say how amazing it is because you'll seriously love it. And that was a more appropriate thing to laugh at. You know what I mean? That's something that you should laugh at. Because it's a comedy. Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber. Because it's a comedy and I, I not like laughing the, at somebody dying. As I like the preface for Anna, it's season five Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber. First movie. Not what? the sequel to Dumb and Dumber. Not... Dexter season eight. What do you mean? What? Why is there just such a big difference between the seasons? Ugh, People really hated mean. Dexter, but after season five, so just prefacing. Except you love it because you're a diehard fan. No, the last season was epically disappointing. But right now we're here to talk about revenge, guys. Well, <laughs> actually, I was gonna talk about a different show for one more second, and okay. then we can get back into revenge. If you guys watch Once Upon a Time, okay. then you know that Once Upon a Time has a new show spinoff coming out, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, which is supposed to be freaking fantastic. Obviously, we're covering it here at AfterBuzz because, let's be real, what show don't we cover? It starts um, October 10th. 10th. October 10th. And it's Alice in Wonderland. So awesome. They're mixing her with Aladdin, and she falls in love with the genie, and I don't know where they're going with it, but of course, it's going to be somewhere fantastical. And I can't wait to watch. And then listen to the after show, because it's awesome. Is that about it? That's that about show? it. That's, it's it's going to be a good it? show, and I'm excited to cover it. Are you Are a you fan? Yeah. Uh, I have to get... Well, I'm gonna, is it too is bad if I yes? got into this show instead of Once Upon a Time? Because... Okay, I find that most people who watch Revenge really do watch Once Upon a Time. They seem to have similar audiences. Yeah. They're Wait, both on ABC. Yeah. That's a very good point. Mm. Good plug for ABC right there, too. ABC has been killing it, I I think, both with drama and comedy. They really have just come up in the world. That's why I think that, honestly, we can expect good things from this season of Revenge. I think that last season we had a little bit of worry, but now that some of the truth is getting out there, I think that this season... No, I'm serious. The truth is out there. No, it's not completely (laughs) out there, but at least Jack knows. You know, we waited two full years for Jack to find out about Emily, Amanda, Amanda, Emily, whatnot. And now he knows. Mm-hmm. So at least I'm not up at night thinking about that and feeling sorry for him in that sense. You stayed up thinking about like, that. Like all the time. Wow. I know. Pathetic. Get it together. I know. Anyway. <laughs> so we already went over our news and gossip when we talked about new characters coming on the show. 
And unless anybody has something else to say about the episode, let's skip well, to well, predictions, we, I was going to say. Well, we really didn't talk about Jack and Emily that We much. did. Yeah, no. We, we talked, we talked about, about, about a kiss. So what else do you guys want to say about them? Honestly, it's upsetting to think about the fact that they might not be together. Right? Like, <laughs> really isn't about it. No, seriously. Phil, I, what, Phil has a lot to say. I can, I can smell it from here. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, cause, well, because here's the thing, right? We, and we, we joked about it last season, but who... Who do we want as an audience for Emily to end up with? No. And is it is it Aiden? Is it Daniel? Is it could it be Patrick? <laughs> or is it Jack? Okay. You know I mean? So now what you know now what happens? Let's hold up for a second. It's not Patrick. I'm just gonna cut that right there. Ha ha. No, it's not. It's not Daniel. Nobody wants her to end up with Daniel. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now we're stuck between Aiden and Jack. And I'm going to stop you right away. Okay. 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 I think early on, Daniel was a good guy. Then he, like, took over Grayson Global, and he got to be a lot like his dad and uh, and kind of a not-so-great guy. But now, Grayson Global is over. It's destroyed. And so he, you know, might be getting back to his roots of being a good guy. So... A poet? A poet, even. So... <laughs> so what's so what's wrong with Daniel? Do we want Emily okay. to be with him? Maybe not, but but Daniel's a good guy. It deep down inside, I I hear what you're saying. Okay, I don't disagree. I just don't think he should be dismissed at this point. You think that potentially the two of them should end up together because they might be perfect for each other because they're both a little manipulative and. Good, bad, bad, good. She's probably spent more time with Daniel at this point than... It's also hard because, of course, the actors are dating in real life and they're very serious. So they do have a lot of chemistry on screen. They do. Like tonight when he was, his shirt was off and she came up behind him and was like looking at him. I was like, girl, I know you're looking at him like, oh, my boyfriend's a hottie. And I want to see you looking at him like, "Mm, no. You know, <laughs> because it's hard, you know, when you actually love somebody and you have to pretend to love, yeah, hate them. Yeah. It's difficult. So I do hear what you're saying, but I don't think anybody wants them to end up together. I don't think anybody's out there being like, I mean, there's probably somebody, but I don't think the majority <laughs> of people are out there being like, team Emily and Daniel. Well, let me let me ask you this, right? You know, in, in, in both seasons one and two, Emily's always been on the verge of, this, is she getting too emotional you know, versus accomplishing the task. And as, you know, hearing that from Jack, that throws her off. You know what I mean? In terms of, okay, now how does she focus on the mission at hand, whatever the mission may be? Get what I'm saying? And so it throws that. I mean, I honestly think at the end of this, based on what you guys are saying, it it might not be who do we want Emily to pick. It might be who's left. You That's know, a great option. Do you know what I mean? Because as you guys are saying, you're both kind of feeling like Aiden and Jack are turning on her from what it seems that you guys are saying. I'm a hopeless romantic, so I think they're both head over heels and they're making things up and really want to be with her. But you guys seem to think that they're really turning, correct? Can we become, I think Emily should just be polygamous. So she has two husbands. That would be the worst ending to this show of all time. I would love it. <laughs> are you being serious? Yes. You think she should marry them both? You would like her to marry Daniel also. Uh, yeah. 
All Throw three. Patrick in the mix? Uh, yeah, why not? She's going to end up with Nolan. I think that actually is a huge possibility. You really think so? I really do. Yeah, we've, we've discussed it, that before. Emily, okay. Like then, I mean, Nolan, no. Nolan, yeah. Nolan uh, he's into guys. He's into girls. And Padma was the last. It's called being bisexual, Phil. Get with the times. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just, yes. <laughs> But here's the thing. Sorry, I, I, I mean, it's, you know, um, here, here's here's my biggest problem right now is that uh, you know that was the, the emotional uh, aspect of it was the biggest focus I think for all fans, certainly the female demographic, going from season two to season three, and I'm not sure we handle it in the right way. So no matter what kind of revengey revengeenda we have, until that gets fully kind of resolved in some way, we, I don't think we can. 100% move forward. Because we're not there emotionally right now because we're torn. We also haven't spoken about the ultimatum that Jack gives Emily, or that's how she described it, that she has till the end of the summer. And then he's ratting her out to everybody. Um, do we think he's going to stick to that? Is this the last season we see of her trying to take them down? Or how is that going to change somehow? If this is the last season we have of her trying to take them down, this is the last season we have of a show. Right. I mean, is there the possibility that somehow she ends up in with the family and they work together to do something? As you said, you do like Victoria and Emily as a team. I do like them as a team, but no, because for them to be working together against against what? I mean, she hates them. They killed her father. Right. So, no, they can't. So somehow... Jack is going to change his mind about running her out of town or telling everybody her secret. Yeah, he'll probably fall back after her. she gets shot or something. Or maybe he's the one who shot her. I don't know. Speaking of which, what's the, like, who? Who could have shot her? Could it be a dream sequence? What? What's the what deal? Do you think, Phil? She's shot and she falls in the water and you see the little red blood trickling out. And she right before she says, "I'm so sorry." Uh, Who, what, when, where, how, how? why? Um, I think she'll be okay. <laughs> no, because I, I, remember, here's the thing, right? They always tease that as as the uh, as the mid finale climax, right? Right. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. Emma, uh, that. Amanda dying. You know, they kind of tease that in some sort of way. Remember. Um, with kind of underwater and things like that. And remember the big shooting of season one. And right. we even tried to dissect it so many times. And I'm sure if we replay this, we still wouldn't know an answer. So, But it will make sense. But it's just a great tease to kind of keep you up until episode 15. Okay. Unfortunately, that didn't come answer. with an answer. <laughs> it I, came with I'm a glad disclaimer. To hear, I, I like your opinion on it, but any sort of thoughts? Charlotte, Charlotte. Are you? Just, is that a joke? Or are you being serious? Okay, here's the thing, right? What <laughs> you know? What I actually could go with Anna on that one because okay, what's worse than Jack knowing, Charlotte knowing the truth, right? You think so? I can't imagine who she would be apologizing to, besides Charlotte, and maybe Daniel. But you know, Jack knows now. Nolan knows everything. Has always known everything. The only person that she really cares about who doesn't know is Charlotte. Yeah, but she has a million things to apologize to Jack about. I I could picture her saying sorry to him every single day for the rest of her life. But 
I don't think Jack would shoot her. I don't think so either. But, but you, Charlotte might. She's hormonal. You really think so? I think she might. I think she's she's bratty and she's crazy. She has a history of drug abuse that could come up again. Maybe it's one of our new characters. Maybe it's Margot. Maybe it is. Could be. She's sneaky. But why is she apologizing to her? I don't know. I, I think I think that Emily would only apologize to somebody she cares about. I think that they might have set it up to look like Emily was shot because for some reason maybe she has to either disappear or I just That's a very strong po- Yeah, I I mean no, no matter what it is, obviously it's not going to stick in terms of her dying. Right. Right. So either she gets out of this with obviously an injury or you know yours is actually good where What are the chances it's a dream sequence because I will be pissed. No, it, can, it, it cannot be. No. It cannot be. You cannot set up a mid-season climax to be a dream. I agree. I agree. Are you guys satisfied with the amount that we've talked about Emily and Jack at this point? Yes. Do okay. you feel do you okay. feel like you've you've talked it all out? I'm a satisfied customer. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to some more predictions other than who shot who. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay. So the big question obviously was who was shooting Emily, who she was saying sorry to, but why was she in a wedding dress? We can only assume that she was getting married to Daniel because of... That's August 8th. August 8th, Infinity, Infinity. Yeah. I thought that was clever, by the way. 8-8, eight, eight, Infinity, Infinity, August 8th. Anyway, it took me a little bit to n- notice, so... Hmm. I didn't, so congrats. Yeah, thank you. Um, so we can only assume that this is her wedding to Daniel. Yes? Yes. But we do know that Daniel's being introduced to a new potential love interest... So maybe there's some hitch in that, and this isn't her wedding to Daniel, and there's something we don't know? Could be. Um, Also, as we talked about before, we see that Aiden and Victoria are teaming up. What do they do to take down Emily? What are your guys' thoughts? Are they going to stick together as a team, or are they going to separate pretty quick? Okay, well, question. uh, You know, how far is Aiden willing to go? I mean, because it's very easy. If, If he exposes the truth, then it's pretty simple. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Does he... I th- I think I think it's a setup somehow against Victoria. That's me too. That's why I honestly think that because if he really wanted to take down Emily, he he just could. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't even be that hard at this point. I feel like she would be ostracized from the community and then they would know what happened and she would never be able to get her revenge. I, I feel like, why hasn't she been taken down yet? Everybody, I, there's way too many people that know. That's true. At this point, there are a lot of people who know, so maybe that's a possibility for the season. Maybe that's why she's shot. I mean, I would consider that being taken down. Literally. Also, we see that Charlotte stabs Conrad. What? You, like, you saw her over, and she's like, I'm so sorry, and she like looks like she's about to stab him. I don't know how I missed that. Did I make that up? No, that was in part the of the... teaser? Yeah. I didn't quite see the full teaser, so I don't know. I mean, the teaser was hard to... Everything happened so fast, we're going to have to go back and watch like 50 more times. But Conrad's lying down. You see Charlotte like over him. Looks like she's about to stab him. So why wouldn't she shoot Emily if she's going to stab Conrad? I mean, I guess you're right. She does have a drug past, and maybe she goes violent on us. This is going to be a great spinoff. It- I, I really do think we have some awesome things coming up this season. Any other predictions you guys have that wasn't in the season preview that you're like, mm, I feel like this is going to happen? Nope. None. I think, I think, uh, Bueller. Um, let's see, long term. <laughs> um, I, th- I think 
the if, if there is a friendship with with Emily and uh, Victoria, it's going to last about six episodes, if that. <laughs> Only because we need to keep things kind of moving and things like that. Um, I don't know. I I for one, it, it's always I'll have more solid ideas next episode. The the first episode is always kind of a cluster f yeah. of what is going on. Where are we? Um, but I, I am excited to see where it's going. And, and you know what? I say to fans, honestly, to give it a chance. I know this may not be the episode we 100% wanted, but they're finding their footing. Give it a moment. Give it a few, give it you know one or two episodes, and we'll get there. On that note, as opposed to predictions, what's your hope for the season? What would make this season worthwhile to watch for you? Other than the fact that we love the characters and whatnot. Like how could they go up from here? I don't. I mean, just by being. For me, it's by being a little more realistic with things. I don't want to see like storylines in from left field, and then all of a sudden find out that it's not really his brother, but it's his father, and then another building is in there. You know, because they listen to their fans. I will throw this out. Okay. We don't need to pay off everything right then and there, right? You know, so like. Even though the show's not a one-off, every time we get a, a scheme, it kind of gets somehow wrapped within the episode, or something carries over to the next one, but not really. Most of the immediate goals end right there, and I think we could take our time just a little bit. Don't be afraid to do that. Okay, so you want bigger, longer storylines as opposed to quick finishes. Like, okay, so for example, right, uh, if we're going to take, you know, let's take, okay, we got to make the Graysons bankrupt. We can take our time meticulously getting there of, you know, and within that are certain beats that you can take to make the Graysons broke. Broke. Yes. Hopes, wishes, dreams, desires. Yeah. Uh, and I want to I see Nolan hacking again. What the hell? <laughs> I agree with that. I like the parachute. I think that's great. I think Nolan should just be more active. So what makes the season best for you is if there's a parachute in every episode. Parachutes, is that what you're saying? Rock climbing. Arctic Bungee pools. jumping. Arctic pools. <laughs> Arctic pools. I need, I need Conrad to be yelling Arctic pools in every episode. Uh, <laughs> I also would like to, uh, yeah, to, to, have other storylines wrapped, Phil? You'd like to see them going on a little bit longer. I do want to know, like, where's the baby? Why, you know, bring Carl around a little bit more. Those, those. Tell us what happened with Charlotte's kid. Right. I know what you mean. Yeah. So maybe wrapping old storylines, introducing the new. But that's and what I'm saying. We move, we move so fast that then we're always like, well, what happened to this? Whereas right. if we take our time, then we can sort of build with that. You know. But right. Anyway. Yeah. And it was definitely going to have, like, a memorial. Can we touch on that? And no more jumps in time. Six months ago, two months ago. I hate that. No more of that. You hear? You heard it you here heard first. You heard it here first. <laughs> Jinx, dude. You totally owe me a soda. Anyway, so if you want to keep talking to us throughout the week, which we hope you do, because we want to know what you're thinking about this episode and what your hopes for the future are, then you can tweet at us. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can follow me at Koppel for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. And I, I gotta give you, uh, Revengenda fans credit. I gotta, we gotta come up with a Revengenda. word. Fans. But, uh, no, last season you guys really interacted well with us, mm-hmm. um, and wrote out in a lot of comments about every episode. And so I'm looking forward to that interaction 
Uh, I've made Roxy now the ambassador of reading those comments, so it's on her to do so. Not my fault. I just feel so honored. Thank you for this amazing blessing that you. Anna may be the mayor, but you are the ambassador. Very good. And Conrad is the governor. So Arctic pools. Arctic pools. That being said, we will be here next week, same time, same place. Peace. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 